It's summertime in Canada, baby, and we're back. Those Canadian lads are back for episode 34, and what an opportunity it is to re-educate ourselves with those lads. Let, let us tell you who we are and what we're bringing to the table. And lots more podcasts coming forward. You know what? We can't be on vacation forever, but Jeffrey, how's it going, buddy? I'm alive and well, Brad, and yourself? I'm, I'm alive and well as well. I just had two weeks off vacation, uh, spent it up at the old lake lot, uh, driving the Sea-Doo around, and camping, and starting some campfires, and having a hell of a time. So yeah, no, it was, uh, it was really good. Well, I'm glad one of us has enjoyed the last two weeks. You know, some of us actually have to go to work and take care of things, but you know, it was well-deserved. I'm glad you got two weeks off. Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. And what a great opportunity. You know, we just launched our last uh, and first, not our last, but our first YouTube uh, kickoff there with video podcasting. Uh, what were your thoughts, firstly, on our first video podcast? Um, one, uh, I stroke my beard an awful lot. I'm going to try to not do that as often in this uh, video podcast. Uh, two... It actually turned out, other than uh, some sound issues that I think we've worked out, I th- it looked better than I expected. Actually, I think my microphone is working tonight, so that's a that's a that's a first good sign. So when you're oh, doing yeah. an opening and uh, playing around and all that kind of good stuff, well, let's uh, let's make sure the audio is working tonight. So uh, it's good, but. What an opportunity for us tonight. We've got a few things to talk about. Uh, there's an EPS video going around. Some guy doing some Stone Cold Steve Austin. Boom! You know, <laughs> that that one. You've probably seen it out there on the uh, the Twitterverse or if, uh, uh, the kids. Uh, if you're following it, the old TikTok. Uh, I don't know if you follow the TikTok, Jeff. I don't. I, I don't, and I'm sure not a lot of children are following our podcast. But let's, <laughs> you, you'd, be but, surprised. Hey. you'd be surprised. Oh, okay. Good. I think we run into that you know 20 to 65 year old age if you can work if you can work an ipad you can you can get those canadian lads i don't think there's a marketing demo that's 20 to 65 i just made I it up i just, I just made 40, it up 45 year gap but yeah but i don't well hey probably a lot of 20 year olds on tiktok i'm not obviously well, i'm not 20 so i'm obviously not one of them but yeah no it's um yeah, definitely an interesting video. I have some opinions on it. I'm sure you do too. Um, obviously, in Edmonton here, some of the schools are going back to school as early as today. Uh, so some thoughts on that in regards to what's going on in the province. Uh, I've got some thoughts on the first Edmonton Elks game that took place here in Edmonton. I was one of the lucky few to attend the home opener. And uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, we'll see what else we can dream up today. Yeah, no, absolutely. One thing I do want to get into is uh, talking about some of our f- most favorite moments over the last thirty-three episodes. So, obviously, ep- episode thirty-four tonight, and uh, this is our first podcast, Jeff, that uh, has really kind of taken off. We tried uh, that thirty-something YEG podcast back in twenty nineteen. Uh, we gave it one episode. And uh, or maybe two. Oh, I think it was three. I think it was three. We gave it three. We gave it three. I think. Well, we exponentially increased our our podcasting yes. uh, over this last yeah. year, and uh, I guess the first thing you know, maybe we'll educate the listeners a little bit about why we got into podcasting, uh, and and the reasons uh, why we did it, and and why we're doing it. So, Jeff, maybe uh, I'll throw it to you. You know, why are you why are you podcasting with me? I must have felt bullied. I yeah, felt like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the bully of the two, some of the, so, uh, no, I, you know what, um, obviously you'd mentioned the, the original podcast we tried to do, and um, I think I addressed this in one of the very first few podcasts, is that ultimately that fell apart, mainly because I wasn't, I didn't really want to dedicate the time and the effort that went into that. And I felt that that was always a mistake. I was like, no, we should have really stuck with that. I should have put more effort. I should have just, you know, carved out that time and said that this is what I'm going to do. So anyways, um, when we reapproached this idea of doing it again and, uh, you know, probably over a night of barbecue at your place and some drinks and it sounded like I'm like, well, this is the opportunity to possibly rectify a wrong that I've caused. Because, you know, it, you know, you and I like doing this. Quite frankly, it's a conversation between two fr- two friends. So what's the harm in doing it? And you know what? At the end of the day, especially during COVID, it was an opportunity to be creative, 
to kind of invest something that was not just sitting at work, especially when like everybody was kind of working from home, not really escaping from anything. And, you know, this allowed us to kind of do that while hopefully providing that for somebody else as well. But that was kind of it for me and yourself. Why, why did you jump back into this? I was bored, brother. I was bored. <laughs> COVID. This, this podcast is born from COVID-19. I've never contracted COVID-19 but this podcast was born from COVID-19 and what an opportunity. I've always enjoyed our conversations and now we're taking our conversations and throwing them to the masses. And you and I have been friends now for over 20 years and we're bringing in new friends into the conversation. People we know in our everyday lives, teachers, Saskatchewanites, if that's what they're <laughs> called, Saskatchewanites. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, New people hey. to the fold, you know, marketing professionals. Mark- <laughs> you know. You named off all three. Yeah, all three <laughs> guests, and there's more to come. We're Four. expanding our horizons going into 2022. Uh, that's still a, a full, you know, quarter plus away. But uh, we're going strong. Our listenership is growing. We added video. Um, what an awesome opportunity to just learn, too. Like, I, I've learned a lot over the last year about you know, really interesting topics, um, you know, and uh, uh, that's another reason I'm doing it is to learn, you know, is to learn more about each other, what makes us tick, what you don't like, you know, things like that, <laughs> how you don't like being goaded into conversations, <laughs> you know, thinking that this is a persona that I'm putting on. Maybe it thinking. is, maybe <laughs> it's not, I don't know, but, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a fun ride so far, brother. I look forward to, uh, to coming around this time next year and uh, we'll have uh, a lot more pods on the books. But, uh, you know, that's that on why we're doing it. Let's talk about some of our favorite moments. Well, I really, I do, I want to touch on one thing before, because you did address my favorite moment, actually, already. Oh, but did I? Yeah, yeah, but I do want to talk about, like, one of the things that was, um, that I did find interesting is, like, I find myself, like, obviously, you stick in your lane. You want to... You want to read about the things you want to read about. I I have my topics of conversation I really want to go about. But you start to realize you're like nobody wants to listen to about weightlifting all the time. No, not everyone wants to listen about English Premier League soccer. So you start to you know branch out and learn about other things so that you can like hey let's make something that's interesting for other people to listen to. So you actually you broaden your horizons a little bit, and that's something I've definitely enjoyed. So. I got a question before we move on to our favorite and least favorite moments, obviously, of doing those Canadian lads. (laughs) Um, I want you to what what do you think is in this glass? Um, Well, knowing you, there's a possibility that it is legitimately just Coke or Coke Zero. Well, we'll wait till the end of the episode to find out exactly what's in this glass, Jeffrey. So, uh, okay, stay tuned. A a little twist of lime with the Coke. Actually, I know what I'm going to actually, if we're putting money on it, because, well, I'm not going to bet you a steak dinner because I owe you a steak. You still owe me a steak dinner. We're doing that soon, but I'm going to, I'm going to actually say that you did put a little crown and Coke in there. All right. Let's, I'm going to say that we'll find out at the end of the, uh, end of the show. Cause we're doing a show now, Jeff. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Have been this is for a sure. show. Thirty-four episodes. We, we were doing a, like an old-timey radio show. Now we're we're on the TV. Well, we'll do this too. Like, so you're doing yours. I'm going to cover up how high my glass actually. Yeah, you can actually see it, but uh, you can guess what's in this one? Iced tea. <laughs> yeah, iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had mentioned we should talk about like what our favorite and least favorite things, and actually, I will say that the two the two fall into the same thing because I realized how funny it was at the time and. I probably fell right into a trap, and I don't know if you actually intended to do it, but you've goaded me a few times, especially when it's come into, like, um, uh, the NHL, the unique season that just transpired, and then it not being a unique season, then it being a unique season, and even, like, even my niece had brought it up, where she's like, yeah, you just wet, you just exploded on that, like, and I actually, I, I, I did stifle myself, which is actually amazing, considering the response I had, but I would say that those are the two things, I was like, you know, I don't appreciate being goaded into anything, but I do appreciate that. I'm like, you, you probably did get me, actually. So I, I res- in, yeah, in, Jeff. game respects game, I suppose. So yeah, I would say that that's probably my thing. So yeah, and the yourself? challenge is out there. The challenge is out there. You know what? My favorite 
my favorite moment on this podcast is when Saskatchewan correspondent Bo and myself uh, reviewed a book that we didn't read. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. And you called us out for it. How can you guys review this and you never wrote the, read the book? I like that you did... The following week, though, you owned it. You said, like, oh, I went back and actually listened to it. You either listened to it or you read, read it. it. I had to listen and you're to like, it. And you're like, it's so bad that you couldn't even finish it. I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad that this went the way it did, actually. <laughs> yeah, Nothing. That, that was one How... of my favorite moments of doing this podcast to date is reviewing a book I never read. <laughs> How – that is – but I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway on this. I'm not making excuses for you. I'm going to give you a little leeway. But – I think the segment of the population that's totally willing to speak about a headline they wrote, or, or sorry, a headline they read, or a brief paragraph of an uh, article they read, and then a sponge like they've like wrote it themselves, the population that's willing to do that is huge. I think it's in our daily lives all the time. But you know what? You owned up to it. I really appreciate that. So, yeah, give yourself the cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Do you have anything else that jumped off the page for you? You know, I do actually like, I, I it's weird to do a year review, a year in review or a kind of like a milestone episode at 34. It doesn't add up to anything. Jeff, it's a check-in. It's a check-in. It's a check-in. It's a check-in. Yeah. We're going to say it's a vacation reprieve and I'm, yeah. I'm going to probably cause one of these in the, in the near future here. But you know what? I will say that, um, you know, we we have had we've had limited guests, but we've had a few guests on here that have brought in some good points. Uh, Saskatchewan Bo is the prominent guest who keeps coming on, and I do appreciate that Bo does give us his time and comes on. And you know, I'm not necessarily saying I agree with everything he says. I'm not necessarily necessarily saying that I don't agree with anything he says. But you know what? I appreciate that he comes on. He speaks his mind, and I do appreciate the episodes he's given us. So, Bo, thank you for your time and coming on to those Canadian lads, and I I certainly appreciate that. You know what I I. May, my na- may not agree with everything Bo says, but that's the beauty of this podcast is we bring on people to give their opinions. We give our opinions, you know, we debate them. We don't judge each other afterwards. It's a, it's an open forum yeah. and an opportunity to truly just have a respectful debate and conversation and not have to, you know, shit on one, one another every time uh, we get on this thing. Right. And, uh, you know, we might point out a few uh, uh, woke warriors from now and every once in a while. Uh, you know who you are. You can now see my face. You know who you are. Uh, you know, those people on Twitter, uh, especially the lady that made fun of uh, the uh, U.S. congressman with the eye patch. I know. Dan know. Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. That guy's a, that guy's a, a U.S. American hero, uh, you know. Though I did see Bill Burr. I was going through a Bill Burr rabbit hole uh, on Conan O'Brien there the other day, and I guess he got yelled at uh, a couple of years ago for making fun of the military in one of his shows. And uh, uh, he made fun of the guy. He's like, what is the guy who hero who points at the, the aircraft carrier who shoots the plane down the, uh, the highway? That guy's an American hero? And it's just like, he is. They're all heroes. We're not knocking the military on those Canadian lads. That's not what we do here. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, but, I do. Go, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, but but actually, like that's a, that's kind of a good point. Like I said, like you and I aren't taking pot shots at anyone necessarily. I'm sure somebody could correct me and say that you have taken pot shots at other things. But I will say that I think it's fair to make fun of things. Like it it might upset some feelings along the way. It might actually um, it might make people think. But for the most part, I think it's realistically why aren't we going to make fun of things and laugh at things? Because if we didn't laugh, we would cry. And I say this like under pretext, like I'm I'm excitedly I'm going on Friday to uh, the great outdoor comedy show here in Edmonton. I'm seeing Nikki Glaser and David Spade. I've always been a huge David Spade fan, so I'm super excited to see him live finally. But Nikki Glaser is offensive and rude, and David Spade has been known to be sarcastic, dry, and punching probably below his weight a little bit. But they, why why are we not allowed to make fun of things? Nikki Glaser. So hosts a show called F-Boy Island. If you don't know what an yeah, F-Boy yeah. is, it's a fuckboy. So, F-Boy Island, she hosts it. Shout out to uh, Mike Anderson, who owns Trickstar. 
they are putting on these uh, these comedy shows and concerts at Northland. So uh, shout out. He's my former next door neighbor uh, when I was growing up. He does amazing work. Um, so he, uh, shout out to Mike Anderson at Trickstar. Uh, maybe we'll we'll tag him in this podcast and maybe we can get yeah, him there as, you go. Uh, as a guest one day. He's an awesome guy. So um, great. Shout out to Mike. But uh, and all the good work like bringing David Spade and Nikki Glazier to the great city of Edmonton. Another one for me, Jeff. I got to touch on this one. So uh, my old man, Bobby Wack, uh, he listens to the show. He throws it on the old uh, iPad. He can get it to work. Somebody showed him how to work a podcast uh, app on the old uh, Apple iPad. But uh, uh, my favorite moment is that uh, my mom listened to this podcast for about 30 seconds. And it was the Christmas episode uh, when I was making fun of uh, David Seville of the uh, the chipmunks that guy was abusing alvin simon mostly alvin simon and theodore were just his little you know but uh, my mom listened to this podcast for the approximately 30 seconds she wanted nothing else of it she was like you are sick this is stupid <laughs> and it's just like hey my kids love alvin and the chipmunks and dave's just keeps yelling at them so i had to yeah. i had to call it out on the podcast you're defending the chipmunks why not? I actually, you know what? I do appreciate. I haven't seen your parents in a while now. Uh, I'm, I appreciate that your dad tunes in and listens, Bobby. It's good to see you. I hope hopefully see you soon. Uh, I don't think my parents or my families look listen to this once yet. <laughs> so there you go. You're ahead of me in that regard. It's a test. <laughs> it's They'll a be test. like Jeff. We listen to it all the time. We yeah, exactly. The, we saw you on the YouTube, Jeff. Maybe oh, I I highly doubt that. Maybe I should start saying offensive things about my family throughout these, and they just wait for one of them to call me out on saying something. <laughs> air your grievances. Air let's my air grievances. Our, let's, yeah. Let's air yeah. our dirty laundry. Yeah. So we're discussing things that are funny to us and things that may not be funny to other people, and I think that's a good segue into the EPS video that's come out this week. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this video. We'll have to. Uh, We'll share it somehow. We'll link it up to the uh, to the YouTube site, and we'll throw it on our socials uh, because, plain and simple, I want to hear what your um, your opinion of it is, Jeff. Because I have an opinion of just the whole situation, and it's kind of it's its own little entity, and of a, it's a little culture of itself. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear what you have to say about it. I would I would tend to agree with you here. So I, in regards to it being a culture upon itself. Now, for the those who haven't seen it, now I know the EPS uh, tried to take it down from their social media pages. Now this is a community engagement page, in which officers try to be you know, funny, try to uh, engage with the community, show that they're human beings just like the rest of us. And, you know, it's a good it's a good idea, in my opinion. Now, the video in question has a EPS officer uh, walking out to his cruiser. Uh, and one of the captions says, like, when your wife uh, texts you or calls you that your, t- your daughter is being picked up on a date, uh, someone else off camera throws him... It looks like beer because they're doing the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance theme stuff. They indicate that it's water and not beer. He clashes them together, drinks them just like Stone Cold, gets in his cruiser and drives off. Now, personally, as somebody who tries to be funny, not that funny, I think it's a little played out. Stone Cold's been out of the WWE for a long time, so it's a little bit of old old hat to a certain extent. Outside of that, I have no idea why everyone is so up in arms about this. Thank the- you! Thank you! <laughs> The every comment I read, uh, everything I saw on the news was just how much this is misogynistic. It is showing ownership. I'm assuming over a presumed teenage daughter. It's showing oppressive force by a police force. I am, and I, I'm astounded. I'm actually astounded by the amount of negative comments to it. Now, I'm not saying that everyone has to think it's funny. I'm not saying that everyone has to enjoy it. I just, if this is the worst thing in our society. We've corrected all of our problems. So. Jeffrey. This is not going to be a very good debate because I couldn't agree <laughs> with you more. But I'm glad we were talking about this specific video. It was stupid. But it's not news. No. It, how God, no. it entered the news cycle is a travesty. And you know what? The best thing in the world we've talked about twitter i cannot believe twitter is for free i spent 
hours yesterday <laughs> scrolling Twitter <laughs> laughing at these comments. The over analysis of that video I think they're going they're going to put like there's going to be a university in Canada. They're going to sh- hold a fucking course on this video and lay it out uh, of, of how terrible it is and how misogynistic it is and blah blah blah. There's going to be a woke course on this. Mm. Like it honestly, if I could pull up, I would some of the comments that were being <laughs> written. There was like a war and peace like eight thread you know comment by this one lady and i just like i'm like jesus this i cannot believe this is uh this is for free i actually wrote a tweet i'm just like i'm like i'm 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 thinking we should have a circuit breaker lockdown about the oh wait no different topic different topic but (laughs) i just i just like as i said i am actually scrolling through it right now actually because i did not dedicate hours to this i most of my came from the news. I saw that you tweeted out uh, on behalf of us in regards to it. I will say that I will say thank you on that because I don't always agree with every tweet you throw out there. But but I just I I get that once again, social media is completely comprised for the fact that you get to throw your opinion on anything and everything you want. And I don't have to read it. So you can write whatever you want. I can disagree with it. Fine. Fair. I will say that if if we're taking apart videos and like i love the idea too people like oh that's tax dollars being wasted i'm like so which one the uh 0.3 seconds worth of gas while they drove away (laughs) or the fact that he threw two bottles of water at him like i'm like so the the tax dollar value on this is a buck 35 (laughs) like it's nothing and considering too i love that idea that people who are like oh it's a waste of tax dollars i'm like how much tax dollars we waste all effing time it's insane go walk through the legislature building and all the offices and see how much time's being wasted oh it's insane i know like so like i'm right then there i'm not i'm not using that argument that's a stupid argument put it aside the other thing though too is like the oldest trope in uh sitcom comedy like every show that we all grew up on everything from like I don't know, the Brady Bunch probably up to like modern family was the overprotective dad who's worried about his teenage daughters. So the EPS does a similar video. The Stone Cold, oh, it's promoting drinking and driving. Okay, it was promoting drinking water, staying hydrated and wasting some of it, I guess. But and then could have been Red up. Bulls. He could have been, been Red Bull. Who cares? Yeah. But it's just like, or it, like, don't get me wrong. I would more say that it's not a funny trope because it's played out. As opposed to being like, it's offensive. And if we're going to find this type of stuff offensive, then we have real issues. I think it would have been nicer if they maybe went down a different angle. Like, I get it. They're trying to use social media to engage people and be different and, you know, throw a little bit of humor in there. Uh, They might want to throw their humorous uh, tropes, as Jeff would say, uh, to their marketing people to say, hey, like, is this a good idea? Is this going to be a uh, an offensive uh, uh, thing to do? Uh, is this going to get people fired up on the old Twitterverse? Um, I, I just keep going back. I do not know why. I I know why. It's because moments like this, just like it, it's so addictive to get involved in seeing these comments, and it's just like there's a segment of this population that just they love this shit. They just love the like ah i'm so mad i'm so mad at these cops ah huh. protect me though oh this protect me like pick one pick one is this the defu- defund the police crowd you know come on yeah obviously like you we don't know who's making the comments in regards to and what they're all all their political beliefs are but i do agree it it does seem to be obviously a segment of the population that would probably comment similar on a lot of different topics are criticizing this video. And I will say, though, too, like, you scroll through whatever uh, tweet you had sent through, and obviously you jumped onto a thread where the people involved with it are going to be promoting the same thing. I, I was very proud of myself, too, with some of my, my comments. 
I, I read the one, but yeah. the the one thing I found interesting though, um, and you're gonna have to forgive me, but the lawyer who had commented on Global News, um, I didn't anyways, watch Global News. There was a lawyer. They got a lawyer to comment. Yeah, they, on got, it? they actually got a lawyer to comment on this, okay. and just obviously it's a guy who doesn't like the EPS. Yeah. But he, I, I lost my train of thought about how stupid this is. But it's just like I would love for anyone who's in a prominent position who's commenting on this type of stuff to say like. I denounce this type of humor. I find this humor offensive. I don't appreciate it. And then I want to see you at a comedy show or a movie laughing at the same joke and go like, ah, you got, you got caught, buddy. You're just woke. Or sorry, not woke. You're just um, virtue signaling. It's just so stupid. So anyways, we can get off this. No, I just, I think it's hilarious. I think it's great that... You know, a non-news story became news. It must have been a slow news day, but it was not news. Like, I looked at it, I'm like, why is this trending? Well, once again, I would say that, like, if this is the worst thing to happen to our society, and I'll equate it too. Like, so uh, during the two-week hiatus, we buried my wife's grandfather. Uh, he passed away during COVID times, not from COVID. He, was, uh, he lived to the ripe old age of 92. And like I was saying to my brother-in-law at the funeral... If I went to every, if every funeral I went to was for a 92-year-old man who didn't alienate his family to the point where people who loved him wanted to come out and bury him, it's just like, that's a life well lived. If this is the worst controversy I'm seeing out of a police force, I'm taking it. Like, that's oh, yeah. a win. That's a win in my books. Yeah. So. Yeah. Larry, you shouldn't have done that. Move along. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it, it didn't turn out to be funny. Who cares? But I yeah. would say, like, I can't believe there's been days of controversy on this. So, anyways. Yeah, and that's my, my last comment is that I, I didn't think it was, hey, this is really cool. It was stupid. It wasn't funny. It was just a bad attempt at humor, but I'm not going to roast a guy for, or a girl, if it was a girl who did it, whatever. I, I'm not yeah. going to roast either one. It, it's just maybe stick to the policing side of things and... You know, keep your comedy uh, to uh, your other TikTok account. Uh, maybe doing the, the cake flip challenge or, or whatever the other kids do on TikTok. <laughs> That's what? a real thing. I saw that oh. on the news. That was a news story, by the way. Mm. Well. Yeah. yeah, those boys at C and girls at CTV, they need some uh, they need some more COVID news to happen. So I'm, okay. I'm sure they're going to get it because the cases keep going up. So. Well, so switching gears, but still staying on the news. Um, obviously, we're in mid-August here. Uh, we're getting into mid-August. And some of the schools here in Edmonton have gone back to uh, back to school. I think some of the Catholic school board who has their three schools who run a non... It's not a linear school year like everyone else does. They're back to school today. Uh, obviously, there seems to be some concern... In regards to how the, how the Alberta government is controlling the, how kids are going to go back to school, you have kids yourself. Uh, with everything going on, and let's face it, some rising case numbers, stuff like that. What are, what are your thoughts on them going back to school and what's going to transpire over the next three to four weeks? I can't wait for them to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect response. I like that. <laughs> you know what? There's uh, there's different ways to look at this, right? You know, they're going to go back to school. Uh, some kids in the Catholic school board are going to have to wear masks. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the public school. I don't know. There's so many different little angles going on with this. I don't know how I truly feel. I also don't want to get in trouble for what I'm going to say. So I don't know if this is a situation where I should keep my opinion to myself. Or, or <laughs> should I just bite that bullet? And just go well, forward. as we've discussed, this is those Canadian lads. You're free to express your opinion, this Brad, free, with, without I'm, retribution. I'm not happy. I'm not happy okay. that my kids have to wear a mask. Okay. They're tired of it. They don't want to wear masks anymore. My daughter cried the other day because she had to wear a mask. Like, it, it upset her. Right. You know, like, I don't want to see my daughter cry. It makes me sad. Oh. I have a heart. <laughs> I do have a heart. You know, made me upset, and it's just like, when do it we... makes me it makes me happy when your daughter cries. <laughs> uh, she she can cry, especially when her brother just gives her a pop right in the mouth. But but to your point, it is obviously like I I don't think your situation is very unique. I think a lot of kids are stressed out or have been kind of 
weirded out by all of this going on. I'm not saying it's unnecessary to a certain extent. I don't but even know what where, it, where do we get to? Maybe it's tired out. Maybe they're tired. Yeah, out. Fair I don't enough. know. Like I need to have that conversation and be like, why don't you like to wear a mask? But maybe they're too little, too young to articulate what that is. But um, it's tough to see. And, you know, in the long run, I, I know that there are smarter people than those Canadian lads talking about, you know, the, the effects of, you know, masks and, how they're you know affecting children and things like that and um hopefully we can get that data because i think it's also you know, it, it might be stunting them socially a little bit too you know especially if they're gonna have to keep separated in class things like that i want our teachers to be protected don't get get me wrong i want our teachers to be protected but you know if we get vaccinated most of the cases right now out there are of unvaccinated people um if you didn't get the vaccine you might get COVID. So, yeah. Um, but uh, I want people to be protected. Don't kid me. I just want, I don't know, maybe it's just, I want things to get back to where they were. I want people to be happy. I want kids to be playing, you know, hanging out, getting to know each other, being together, right? Uh, we're social beings. It's so important. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and it's like, there might have been a segment of the population that like really enjoyed this you know some people say well we were never in lockdown but um they like this environment of being separated you know what i mean like it's but it's not healthy you know like you know to segue a little bit you went to your first uh, uh football game your first sporting event um i was watching the winnipeg blue bombers uh raise their banner the other day and a tear streamed down my face you know <laughs> You know, a little tears. That's a little melodramatic for the Blue Bombers. Uh, no, you know why? I, I was so excited. I'm like, this is this is our society getting back mm. to normal. It was a sold out football stadium. What the hell are you looking at? I, I, there's a bug on my window. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I was excited. I was excited to see us getting together and then see the Elks choke one out oh. on Saturday night. What was your experience like? What was it like going to the stadium and, and uh, you know, hanging out with, like, 20,000-plus people? It wasn't a big crowd, but it was a good crowd. I, I've i heard I've heard two numbers. I believe it was 28,000. I've heard 32. Um, I will definitely say the stadium was not full, and anyone who's been to Commonwealth knows that it's a ginormous stadium. It's very if hard to hide 4,000 people, by the way, that... Anyways. Oh, <laughs> like it's it's huge. Like the if if it's half full, it looks cavernous in there, and it is a giant cement structure with a giant track around it, so it doesn't look very compact at the best of times. So, um, I have multiple thoughts on different segments of my experience. Uh, first off, would be that the city of Edmonton had two years where Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, LRT station was not being utilized for pretty much fucking anything. And of course, the instead of well, it was a bathroom, so well, but like it is the kickoff of the CFL season. And of course, the LRT station is under construction. And as a result, LRT is running every 15 minutes as opposed to every seven and a half. And I'm like, of course, the city F this up. How the hell? Could you have not taken care of this a year earlier or anything? Or don't, don't do it at all, actually, quite frankly. But it's like, of course, the city screwed that up. So that's my first thought. And that, that the, the biggest draw on a Friday or Saturday night for the LRT being utilized is an Elks game. And I'm pretty proud of myself for not saying Eskimos on that turn there. So second off, going to the game, I am very happy to see to see and say that the Edmonton crowd is the exact same Edmonton crowd I've ever seen at one of these games. Yes. Yes. There's like, we're 10 minutes into the first quarter. I go grab another beer and there was a dude in a trash can throwing up. Yes. And I'm like, of course, this is Edmonton. This is Edmonton football. I'm like, it is insane that everyone just came right back to normal. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's going to be different this time, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, it was 
it the crowd was the exact same as any game I've ever been to. It was the most normalized event I've been to since COVID started. And I'm not one of those people that's kind of like, oh, I miss blah blah blah. I'm I'm actually kind of fine with everything going on. My life hasn't been interrupted, so to me, it's all been kind of the same. But this was it was like it was the equivalent of a restaurant being completely wide open again, going to an airport, being on a full plane. It was a stadium full of people who were not affected by the idea of this. Now, I'm not saying that there wasn't people wearing masks and there wasn't children wearing masks. Like, And I have no qualms about that. I don't care at all. Do whatever you want to do. I wear a football jersey that says plugger on it. I am not in the, I'm not in the industry of caring. If you're so. at the Edmonton Elks game and you see Plugger walking around the grandstands, go say hi. Yeah, you Plugger number back. two. That's yeah. Jeff from those Canadian lads. Come say hi. Nice. But nice. the, but I I was as I said, it was the most normalized event I've been to in 18 months. It was a bunch of people drinking beer, a bunch of people enjoying the game um, as much as they could because it was a terrible, terrible game. But it was it was great to be back in the crowd. And then my final thought is that it was a terrible game. Uh, that was a preseason CFL game to, that I've ever been to. It was obviously the players were not ready to go. I, you know that's just what comes with what's been going on and not having a preseason and having late camp. It's just what you can expect. It was a horrific game to go to, and I was sorely disappointed with that. But hey, but did you have I got fun? To, I had fun. I got to go with my family. You know, we had a few extra beers. I was, I enjoyed my Saturday night. I'm, and I'm going again on Saturday. So, yeah, once again, if you're there at the Elks game on Saturday, you see Plugger number two, come say hi. Right on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I got to watch it on the old television. Uh, very exciting to see the Elks play. Spike, they have a new mascot. Now, Spike, what did they do? Uh, did they uh, take out uh, old Chinook? Is he gone? Yeah, the bear's gone from what I could tell walking around there. I saw the football. Punter, man. Uh, punter. I have punter. Punter I saw was punter. at my kid's event with the hunter, the <laughs> Oilers mascot. This might be for another podcast, but apparently those guys are they're rivals. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that barbecue when you explained that to me. That was very, that was that was the, very not, good. Not only were we doing some good charity work for Apraxia mm. Kids, uh, we got to get some insight into the uh, lives, the lives of, of <laughs> the, the mascot society in Edmonton. You know, Edmonton mascots, Edmonton the mascots, yeah. days of their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. You know, but it is nice. Like it is one of those situations where, as it, like I, I'm going. I have Elks tickets throughout the season. I'm not going to go to every game. I have Oilers tickets coming up. I'm going to the Grey Cup. It's nice that there's a little bit of normalcy. Now, I'm not saying that that won't be interrupted because I'm assuming it will be at some point or another. But, you know, it, it was. And one thing I will say, too, is that um, my wife, my wife, uh, she had said that leading up to going to an event where she would be full, in a full crowd and surrounded by people, she'd be a little bit nervous about it. She actually expressed no nervousness about it. So it was nice to have just a just a nice night out with fam with family and it didn't actually ring in with anyone's heads about that the fact that we were kind of in a crowd of people so that's awesome no it's you yeah. know it's so cool and then the olympics happened obviously uh while we were on hiatus uh but you know what throw out throw down fantastic job to christine sinclair and the women's national soccer team I probably lost a year of my life watching that. What a moment to, for me and, and my daughter to watch together. Um, oh my God. Like that was, a, I had a moment with my daughter, thanks to, you know, Stephanie LaBay and uh, some of the other uh, fantastic soccer players that can, the Canadian women have, have produced, right? So uh, what an amazing moment. That right there, uh, that's a where were you moment if you got a chance to watch that game. Um, it was. Um, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. <laughs> I was fortunate enough to. Uh, I caught the. Unfortunately, I f I slept in. I I caught missed most of the game. I caught the uh, shootout, which I was happy to do because, you know, I said I. I think Sinclair does not get enough credit as a Canadian hero in regards to her athletic athleticism, and what she's done for growing the game of soccer in this country. She is somebody that Canada should look up to, and I think that she deserves the credit beyond what she gets now um 
That being said, winning the gold medal is obviously fantastic. I'm very happy that the Canadian women won that. Beating the Americans, and I think it's safe to say anyone who knows me knows I am not anti-American. I'm not anti-American in the least bit. I love Americans. I've worked in in the States. I've tra- I love traveling in the States. The women's national team out of the U.S., and don't get me wrong, it's not it's well-earned. They have dominated the women's soccer game for, it feels like, 15 years. However, the Canadian women beating them, and just the sour fucking grapes that came from that team, good. Screw you. Canadian women rule. I love it. French, or uh, chef's kiss to that. Beautiful. Oh, fuck. Who's Megan the one Rap- player with, with the Megan Rapone? Me- yeah, Me- Megan Rapinoe. Rapin- whatever. She yeah. sucks. Like yeah. I, I like I said, I have I have no care in the world about the issues that like okay, I care about the issues that she ha- that she puts forward. I think she's right to bring them forward. Her attitude about the American dominance about it, you have to have a little bit of humility. That's what good leadership is. That's what a good sportsman is. That's bull or sportswoman. There you go. That's bullcrap. I'm glad she lost. Screw her. Oh, yeah. So. To watch the sour grapes, just the the poor sportsmanship from her, um, it was fantastic. That was, again, another classic Canadian moment. But to uh, to close it out and the, to say Sweden choked, blah, 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 there was great moments in that game. Um, that, that goes down in one of the greatest uh, Canadian sports moments uh, in our history. And it's funny you know, watching these 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 Canadian women's go from girls playing at Commonwealth Stadium. I believe it was like 1997 or 1998 in the uh, the U17 Championships. Uh, uh, they played Brazil. Uh, 2002. Yeah, but no, yeah, but it, it was like 2007. I was like, it was yeah. no, no, it was like 2002. Oh no, 2002. I don't know. I was thinking 92. That's yeah, you're like 90. I'm like, no, I was 12, yeah. man. Yeah. Christy Sinclair would be like 45. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, she'd no. be like 55, 55. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. 2002. It was when we were going to Nate. Um, and uh, they had beat Brazil. Uh, and that one yeah. girl on Brazil, uh, forget, I think it's Rafael or, or something like that. Uh, she, Good pull. She, Good got, pull. Uh, she got stopped by LaBay. Uh, in another shootout game for the Canadians, and it brought back this memory of uh, getting home, watching that late night game in, in 2002, and just like the Canadian girls had just upset Brazil, and they were so mad, and people were yelling at them in the in the West Edmonton Mall, yeah. and uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, w- I actually like. Sorry, really quickly. I don't have my phone in front of me. I'm gonna say it was Aaron McLeod who saved that goal against oh, the yeah, Brazilians. Oh yeah, it was Aaron McLeod. I'm gonna say it's Aaron I'm McLeod. Shit wrong all yeah. the time. No, I'm that's old. fine. That's fine. I th- I think she challenged me to a race at the gym, so that's why I remember it so much. But no, I was I was at the mall when the because I worked at the mall back then. I was there when the Brazilians were getting booed, and I was like, "This is incredible." It's also stupid to boo a bunch of effectively amateur athletes that <laughs> doing their sport. But <laughs> but no, it is a feather in the cap. Now I will have to I will have to ask you, getting off the soccer tangent. The Olympics as a generality. You like the Olympics more than I do. Uh, I fully admit that. You you really enjoy the Olympics. I love the Olympics. I love them. With the time difference and everything going on, I know you had two weeks off as well. Admittedly, I'm going to say this. I think I watched a total of an hour and a half of the Olympics this entire time. How much, how much did you get to digest? The problem with the Olympics this year was the time change. That's the big thing. I'm excited when it's in Paris. It'll be a little different. It's going to be European time zone. So maybe we'll get to see a little bit more events and there'll be people in the stands. That being said, we saw some great Canadian moments. Uh, You know, uh, DeGrasse, uh, the sprinting, the 200 meter gold medal. Um, you know, the cyclist, uh, from Edmonton in the, uh, in the, uh, in the cycling on, on the weekend winning, um, you know, the Canadian women, uh, on and on and on, you know, the, uh, uh, Mo Mohammed, I think it was the 5,000 meter getting silver, um, for Canada. Um, that was amazing track and field. And I'm so excited that, you know, we might be able to get some guests who have competed in athletics in the Olympics uh, Commonwealth Games potentially we're lining that up right now but uh, um, I love the Olympics I like the thought of the Olympics I love I think it brings the world together for a two-week span um, it creates such a, an amazing sporting environment uh, for a watch for a viewer 
Um, you know, you get uh, you get engrossed in these uh, amateur athletes' lives for two weeks. You know, you get excited. They do these promo videos for them. Um, they really do a good job of selling um, selling the the sports that you know. When are you ever going to watch rowing, or when are you ever going to watch canoeing? You know, you're never going to just like, hey, this is on in the back. You're going to watch it at the Olympics. You're going to get in, you know, intrigued of, you know, uh, a, like a 20 kilometer swimming race, you know, in the canal and in Japan. Right. Like there's things that you're just like, this is kind of interesting and it's it's different. And I never knock an athlete, uh, an Olympic sport because uh, I could never do one. So uh, I think it's amazing. It's it's one of my favorite things to do, and I'm currently brainwashing my daughter uh, to become a fan of the Olympics. Uh, you know, you throw a little uh, opening ceremonies in there. You throw a little bit of Vancouver 2010. You know, golden goal, Olympic women's gold. Uh, 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 Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore. She really liked that. Um, it was good time. So. Uh, uh, my brainwashing continues. The Edmonton Oilers, obviously, and uh, and liking the Olympics. So, yes, I loved it. It was fantastic, and I'm disappointed that you only watched an hour. It's it was weird. I don't know if it was just I have well, admittedly, I've been busy. I'm not going to go into that because it's quite frankly boring. But I've been and busy. personal and personal. Yes, true. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, but. No, it was. I, I think this was the least amount I've ever watched the Olympics. Now, I'm more of a Winter Olympics guy than a, as opposed to the Summer Olympics. Uh, but I was shocked at the end of it. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't watch any of this. And I will ask you, too, like, do you not think it's weird that Beijing is literally around the corner in regards to the next Olympics? It seems oh, so weird. Dude, <laughs> it's uh, we're right around the corner from Beijing. And then really not that far away will be Paris. So for the, yeah. the next summer game. So um, we're in line for a lot of Olympic games. I don't know if the NHL is going to go. Maybe we'll touch on that in a further uh, podcast. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was something that I really enjoyed. And I, I'm looking forward to Beijing, uh, you know, 2022. Hockey or not, it's going to be fun to uh, watch. Uh, again, the time zone, very similar to Japan. So uh, it's going to be tough to watch things live. But uh We'll go from there and we'll see what happens. So it's uh, it's uh, it's good times. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to – before we sign off, I just have a generalized thought that I wanted to throw out there and something that's been maybe annoying me and I'm be acting like a baby. This summer sucked. It did I, suck. I, I'm going to tie – something that we experienced into it sucking. But All right, why, well, does it, why does it suck? I'm just – I feel like this is the third year in a row where if it's not too hot and it's smoke billowing in from everywhere, Saskatchewan, BC, and Alberta, and I'm just like, once again, and I know COVID's playing a factor. Like, I did go to the Taste of Edmonton briefly. Admittedly, like, we walked around and I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm not, st I'm not sticking around. It just felt like everything that this city offers in regards to a good summer we're on two years in a row if not four years in a row where either the weather or something else has played a factor you know i i know i sound like fucking sour grapes and i sound like a baby but i'm just this summer sucked again that is the gray in your beards that you keep touching during the podcast i know, <laughs> I know. that's the gray that's the old man that's the sour old man that's that's being developed it's being you know grown inside you it's like ah oh, it sucks it's too hot there's too many young people around awesome. and that's how i felt a taste of edmonton actually i'm like there's too many fucking young people walking around i'm like and somebody who does who wears tank tops i wear basketball jerseys in public i'm like where are these people not wearing sleeves what the hell's going on <laughs> so more about i've enjoyed this summer i think i love hot weather this you know, I, I got uh, commented about my tan today. Uh, who did I get called? Who's the old guy with the tan? Um, oh, um, I keep I forget his name. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Yeah, I'm, somebody, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look yeah, it up. So, somebody, somebody at work called me him, and I'm like, yes, yes, I am him, and I'm going to be him now. I'm gonna put a polo shirt on tomorrow and pop the collar. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, but uh, we got a chance to go out for dinner. Uh, the other night uh, with our significant others uh, to Vialino. Uh, remember when we went to Vialino the other night, Jeff? <laughs> Sorry, you're thinking of George Hamilton. Yes, somebody called me George Hamilton yet today. 
the and uh, and yes, I I do remember going to that restaurant. So yes, Violino. So we went to Violino the other night, and uh, <laughs> this will be a restaurant review from those Canadian lads for those folks at Violino. And uh, let me tell you, the experience at Violino, as you can see by Jeff's reaction, was I, fantastic. I totally forgot about this. I totally oh go go God. go go go. So. We got we got a chance to enjoy uh, you know good company you know I can't see Jeff right now he's pounding some water as he always does on the podcast but uh, Jeff uh, how was your meal? <laughs> um, uh, my meal okay well I will say the overall experience was very negative. Um, I, I'm sure we'll joke about the details coming forward here, and I'm glad you brought this up. I will speak specifically to my meal. I will say my wife, she said that her dish was decent. Uh, she had no complaints, so there was that. Good. Uh, my halibut was extremely dry, which I know I sound pretentious thinking about that, but that's not the reason we're complaining about this. We have a myriad of details of why we should complain about this, and I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder, so I'm going to let you go ahead and explain okay, so- your experience. Like a big shot, I got the surf and turf, uh, decided to go with the old steak and lobster dinner, thinking, uh, yeah, this is going to be good. I never order that. Where do you, you just don't get, in COVID times, you don't get a chance to go and order the old surf and turf. So I got the surf and turf. So uh, order the surf and turf, medium rare steak, very excited. Uh, they're like, they got a delicious peppercorn sauce on this thing. Uh, get the steak. It's... Uh, it's a piece of boot leather. So <laughs> that's, that's the first, that's the first thing that I noticed. I'm like, Oh, it's, it's over. We've overcooked. Why don't you send it back? I don't want to send it back. This looks like a place that they don't want to send stuff back. Um, so I, I, I grin and bear it. So take a bite of my steak. They got a beautiful peppercorn sauce. Uh, the waitress tells us they must've put dove soap in the sauce because it tasted like dove soap. I, I, maybe people like it. Maybe we'll have some dear listeners of those Canadian lads. No, no, you're wrong. Violinos, it's delicious. It's fantastic. We continue on with the dinner. Uh, the wife uh, would like a, another beverage, a Diet Pepsi. Um, so they, they, they gave her the original, and then she wanted another. So uh, the waitress comes back, and uh, she comes back with a bottle. You know those bottles you get at... Uh, at like uh, Sobeys, um, it's Seven not Eleven. Like Seven Eleven. It's not a one liter, but it's it's about a one liter of, of soda. It's the five hundred fifty milliliter like yeah, soda bottle. Yeah, five hundred fifty mil- yeah. milliliters, uh, not a gallon to our American folks uh, listening <laughs> on the, on those Canadian lads. So it looked like she went into her car, rustled around the back seat, and grabbed. Uh, the, uh, like a half drinking bottle of of this this pop. She didn't she didn't even fill up the whole glass of the of the pop. So she, the wife didn't even get a full uh, a full new glass of pop. She got like a three not even three quarters or half. It was just like a weird amount. And then, like she never came back and refilled the glass to a hole. So it was like what the hell's going on here? And then Jeffrey has to go uh, go to the old men's room. So. Jeff goes to the men's room and then you send us a photo from the men's room. <laughs> yes, the men's room apparently is a very inc- inclusive zone where you get to watch your friends go to the bathroom. Where <laughs> across from the toilet in the urinal is two chairs <laughs> nicely decorated to enjoy the company of other men while you urinate or... <laughs> or... <laughs> or Get rid of pre- the previous night's dinner. I don't know. <laughs> but I will say that too. Hey, um, two other things to add to this awesome scenario. So, uh, yes, uh, your lovely wife had a wonderful half Diet Pepsi from a <laughs> She got approximately 237 milliliters of Diet Pepsi from a from weird bottle. From the backseat of her car. Yeah. From the backseat of her car. Uh, my uh, glass of wine. Uh, was as the hottest glass of wine I've ever had in my life. You're supposed was, to drink your your wine hot, aren't you? Jeff? It was like soup, which was insane. And then the I think the coup de gras. I think the thing that you missed here was that 
uh, you and I each had a meat dish. Um, our lovely ladies each had a pasta dish, if memory serves correct. And they came out with a block of Parmesan in her bare hand. <laughs> I forgot about that! <laughs> and grated it while holding the block of cheese in her bare hand. And I'm like... Now, I will say that maybe it's been long enough that I haven't been at an Italian restaurant where they do this right, where I forgot what you're supposed to do with a block of Parmesan. I kind of assumed that even the Olive Garden has that dispenser <laughs> that you rotate. But I, I assume you don't hold it in your bare hand and <laughs> grate it across their throat. So... I can't remember. Was she wearing a mask? I think she was wearing a mask. No, no, she so wasn't. Like... No, she wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, no, anyways. no glove, no mask. I'm like, I personally, I don't care about that. But no, I just, no, that's what I'm saying. I, that. I'm just like, like I thought it's it was a kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was know. odd. And then walking out the restaurant, uh, <laughs> you describe, you describe it. I kind of like turned my head, and then I was like, what no, 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 no. This is going on. This is. I'm. No, no. I'm. Oh, no, no, no. I. I'm. You know. You're bearing the lead again. Before you, I'll let you describe that. Oh, I'll describe that. You described the best part of her comment about your meal. But the uh, when we're leaving the restaurant, uh, most of it's. This is like ten o'clock at night. Finally, most of the restaurants cleared out. On the way to the restaurant, there is a couple. I'm not gonna say in, engaged in coitus. But they are in. They are as close as you possibly can be to two teenagers making out in the dining room of this restaurant. And she was sitting on his lap. Yeah, and I was at not. A pro- table I was for a- ten, and there were only two of them <laughs> on it, uh, there. And I was not. Like, it was crazy. I was not prepared for that. I will say that. I can't get into the details of what I think they were doing, <laughs> but you can imagine what I am thinking they were doing. They were kind of tucked away, everybody. So. Violino, you want to take somebody special to to a nice Italian restaurant, get a questionable meal, and then conduct activities. Go to Violino. I, I will. I'll leave this clue for the listener. Nikki Glaser does a great bid a bit on uh, exactly what we think happened at that restaurant. But I said I think you're bearing the lead. After you had experienced your terrible steak and and your surf and turf, and the I did lobster was fine. Okay, okay, fair enough. It was to be expected. But I did, I did uh, take a cut of your steak because you were saying how terrible. I had to inspect it myself because that is, it sounded pretty bad. You, you decided that your meal was no longer worth eating and you laid your napkin across. And I heard the best line I've ever heard in a restaurant when she came by to collect the plates. And she's like, are you ashamed of your meal? (laughs) I was like... (laughs) This is the greatest line ever. Are you ashamed of your meal? And I was like, I can't believe you didn't turn around and go say, you should be ashamed of your meal. <laughs> what did I say? It was like, it wasn't the best I've ever I, I think you. I think you said, I am. I think you <laughs> said, I am. <laughs> and I'm usually very respectful. Yes, I will. That is the hardest job to do. But she wasn't obviously putting in the best effort of the night. So... Um, it's not her fault. She didn't cook the steak or the soap-laden uh, peppercorn <laughs> sauce. So it's not her, her fault. It's her fault to go that she went into the back of her car and dug out that <laughs> bottle of Pepsi uh, to pour yeah. in that glass. So what a great night, say, though. I will say that as somebody who's had plenty of meals with you, I will say, actually, you bite the bullet more often than not. So I would say you, it's not like you to complain. So it was a, it was a unique circumstance. It was All right. shitty. So... Sorry, Vivolino? Violino? Violino. 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 No. I'm going to say that's uh, two those Canadian lads down. I wouldn't go we're back there. We're doing thumbs down. We're doing, doing thumbs down. Yeah, we're doing thumbs down. Don't go All right, there. so so sorry. Hey, maybe they cleaned up their act. I hope they do. And many people can enjoy their restaurant in the future. So uh, that all being said, uh, Brad, any parting thoughts for us this evening? Yeah, Jeff, I'm going to hit the uh, the old drum roll button here, and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, let you know what I've been uh, partaking in over the last uh, oh, hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, so let's uh, let's do a drum roll of uh, if this works. <laughs> I don't hear anything, so that's good. So. Yeah, there you go. Diet A&W root Oh, wow. Yeah, Uh you can't drink on a podcast. You can't have alcoholic <laughs> beverages. 
I can podcast. and did. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, it, it, I enjoyed uh, a nice cold with ice uh, A&W root beer. It was very good. And uh, uh, I had a little too much uh, uh, partaking in the libations during oh. uh, uh, a two-week holiday period. So just, you know, taking her easy. Yeah. Jack Daniels makes a great uh, 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 a punch a punch drink that you can't even taste the alcohol laden with sugar so uh yeah it's uh it's time to take it easy uh <laughs> with that kind of stuff so nothing wrong with hitting the break nothing wrong with hitting, hitting the, the break. break taking a break hitting the break yeah. and taking a break well i'm glad you enjoyed your a root beer i enjoyed a lovely old-fashioned and un- unlike you i believe i can drink on a podcast but that being said, uh, I thank all of you for tuning in, downloading our podcast, watching us on YouTube. I hope you turn in again. As I said, if you see number two, Plugger at the Elks game, come say hi. And uh, hope to hear you next week. Absolutely. This has been fun, Jeff. We'll see you next week, hopefully with a, uh, a special guest. Uh, and if it's not, it's going to be us. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's close it off with that. Thanks again for listening and, and have a great night. Good night. Thanks again for listening to those Canadian Lads podcast. Give us a follow on social media. We're on the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you like what you heard, give us a follow and share it with your friends. Thanks again and have a great night.